You're listening to Innovation Fuel, a business podcast by University Canada West. Bringing you fantastic stories for accomplished entrepreneurs and key industry professionals. Let's explore the entrepreneurial world through local businesses and our university community. Oh, Galari, as wonderful as ever. You know, it's getting sunny. It's nice outside. It's fun. We get to play in the sun. It's warm. Yeah. Awesome. The, the weather, the Vancouver weather is awesome. Also, Vancouver is a great place to work as well. Yeah. And especially now becoming technology. And uh, talking about technology, this chat GDP, I'm having so much fun playing with it. How about you? It's a great, but I think that chat GPT is a great AI. Just it's a, it's a next level of Google, just a search. But as I mentioned before, there is a lot of other areas that AI is playing a big role on that one. Yeah, and I think we're, we're talking about like we're in very the baby steps of artificial intelligence, like the very infancy element. We see a lot of people starting to test some different things around it. As you said, there is some other things that you might not even think of that are benefiting from this that will impact us too. And I think you might have something on that. Yes, we have a guest that they are working on reducing the, the size of video streaming, but I think that he can explain it way more better than me. Well, let's welcome Paul McKenzie, CEO and founder of Next Optech Corporation. Yes, welcome to another episode of Innovation Fuel brought to you by University Canada West. Before we get going today, we are going to go somewhere really interesting today. All of you have been hearing about it. This artificial intelligence thing. Wow, we've been hearing about ChatGDP. We've been hearing about these things. How are they impacting society? How are they impacting you? But what else opportunities are coming out of it? Let's talk with someone that might be experiencing some of those opportunities. Hello, Paul. Welcome to Innovation Fuel. Before we get going, my friend, we got to know who is this Paul McKenzie? Who are you, my friend? And how did you end up in this next optic organization? Well, great to be here. Thank you for having me. Uh, that's, that's a that's a good question. I'll start off by telling you that I, I, I do not have a tech background and I didn't study uh, computers. I actually, I, I was in uh, some computer programs in college and I, and I ended up dropping out of them because just, they just were not my bag. And my background actually was in uh, Canadian public markets and startup companies unrelated to tech initially. And I had a listed company listed on the Toronto Venture Stock Exchange, about half a million bucks in it. We, we lost traction in our in our previous iteration what we were working on and an opportunity came by to uh, work on a, a lens technology that revolutionized the camera lens and so we struck a deal where we would fund this independent company private company for for a period of time and then have the option to acquire it uh, which we did that's really how it came about I, I'm, uh, I'm from Vancouver Canada worked on a number of companies primarily based out of Vancouver but I've worked globally lived globally and also uh, had operations in in other countries. But this one, I've been out for a while and it's um, really exciting. It's, uh, it's, it's a remarkable team that we have and we're doing some really, really innovative stuff in AI. Yes, let's talk about the um, next optic and your innovative AI. What, what is the product? It was brought up that you know there's a lot of mystery around AI and and there's some fear around AI and 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 you know legitimately it's this is pretty complicated stuff and how is it going to impact our lives how is it going to impact the world well how will it impact your job or, or or your future or our collective future and what we work on specifically 
is uh, to solve a, an age-old problem of um, other society goes more and more online, and we do a lot more online. We, 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 we do courses online. We watch, we watch videos online, YouTube channels. All of this stuff is, is having a huge draw on the global energy supply. People aren't fully aware of that. We come in as a solution to compress video files by a significant amount so that the overhead to corporations, whether big or small, so as big as, let's say, a Netflix or, or YouTube, as an example, or as small as uh, maybe a small security company or, or a smaller imaging company, we can reduce the file sizes of their videos quite significantly, which ultimately saves them money. And it also saves them, uh, it reduces our carbon footprint. It's very environmentally friendly. And, you know, when, when we're at home in the evening and we're watching a Netflix movie or, you know, we're maybe goofing around on looking at some YouTube videos, we're actually contributing to the drawdown of the global energy supply, not just because we've plugged in our computer or our TV set. There's a lot going on behind there in uh, storage, fiber optics, pushing data. You know, there could be 100 million people watching a movie or more, uh, at, you know, in, in the first week of its release online. So it's it's a significant and growing problem. And um, we, we think we have a significant um, role to play in that, the big solution. But you're doing it without compressing, am I right? Yes, we are. So, so there are there are compression companies out there. Um, there's Kodak Solutions, and and if we didn't have those already, if those didn't currently exist, you wouldn't be able to watch a Netflix movie or or an Amazon Prime movie at home. It just it just would not be uh, viable. How ours is different is we work at the beginning of the um, pre, uh, not not post compression. So we we work on a on a pixel by pixel manipulation process, which is very unique. It's something that we've patented. We continue to patent around. We know uh, currently know of nobody else doing it in, in in this methodology. And so anyone else who's got a codec solution or a compression solution, we will be complementary to that. So we'll just we'll just help that process. So whatever numbers they're getting now on your on your compressed file size, we can increase that. As long as we can get in and, and manipulate the pixel of, of the image, it's uh it won't compete with anyone else and it won't conflict with any any other technologies that we're we're aware of. This type of technology, you accidentally stumbled across this from the original technology that you had bought. Absolutely correct. So it was it's kind of a funny story. We were originally making, as I mentioned, you know, designing new camera lenses. And we got to the point where we were building out a, a consumer electronic binocular product, a very, very compressed. We, we actually had the ability, we, we actually built prototypes. We could take a, a, a telescope, the length of your leg, and crush it down to the size of about a two, uh, two slice toaster. And we're getting the same, same image resolution, the same distance and everything else. And that's what we were working on. We were working on a binocular product. It was such a powerful lens that the slightest vibration in your hand, it just threw it off. You really, you, 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 were, you were stuck using a tripod. We needed a very stable base and that, that would limit its market. So we worked on some internally, we worked on image stabilization processes. And we, we did that using software solutions. And we brought in a, a remarkable guy out of U of A. His name is Kevin Gordon. A lot of people don't know this, but U of A, University of Alberta, right here in Canada, is one of the top AI universities on the planet. It's it's number three in certain categories and number five in certain categories. So a lot of a lot of talented kids come out of there and a lot of um, you know corporations are you know finding some of the graduates. 
So we were lucky to get Kevin Gordon and then a couple of his associates and, and teammates he's worked with and, and fellow students. In the process of working on image stabilization, they were stripping out what's called image noise. So there's a lot, if you, if you look at a picture, a still photograph, or you look at a, uh, or you're looking at a video, there's a lot in there you can take away that will not reduce your experience of the movie or of, of looking at this picture. And that's referred to as image noise. So as you strip a lot of that out, you end up with a much more compressible uh, video or, 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 or still image. While we were having people coming up and explore and look at it, we were, you know, we were getting, we were starting to get some interest. Somebody just asked us, hey, would this um, reduce the file size of the image? And we said, I don't know. <laughs> so we, uh, we ran some tests on it and lo and behold, and really, you know, it's machine learning AI, which is in and of itself is, you know, machine learning. It's, it's, so it, it just gets better and better and more efficient. The, our first early models, you needed a really, you know, large size laptop to process an image. And then we got it down to where you could actually process stuff very efficiently and effectively off, off, your, off your phone. And there's a race between the semiconductor space getting more efficient and more more energy efficient and being able to process more data uh, uh, more effectively and faster and so forth. So it's just kind of been a perfect alignment for us to build into these new chipsets and get increasingly, increasingly better uh, solutions and better results. Your client must be a Net Netflix, right? and other imaging or video streaming, right? Anyone that's creating video and storing it and, and, uh, and streaming it, either just storing it for later use or, or, or actually streaming it, and that's spending money to do that, we can reduce their costs. And yes, Netflix is the biggest and would be the, you know, the biggest prize, so to speak, as a, as a client customer. So we are uh, working on inroads there. Our, our board of directors are very connected, quite impressively so, in Silicon Valley, uh, which is where Netflix is headquartered, but also with, you know, Amazon, Amazon Prime. We learned the hard way. It's easy. If you have an innovative tech, it's not too hard to knock on the door of a big, huge company. And if they find it intriguing, they'll, you know, come on down and, you know, come to the Google campus and, you know, you can get a tour and, okay, that sounds exciting. But you end up frequently just in the bowels of these organizations without these key decision makers that are kind of pulling up from the top. And so you want to get to a, a level within the organization where somebody is going to make this decision and report to the senior people. And maybe it doesn't have a conflict of interest. Maybe you're, you know, your technology maybe is not going to replace parts of their department or something like that. So you really want you really want to kind of get from the top down. Hey, listen, talk to so and so in this department. Talk to this man or this woman, and then they're gonna they're gonna absorb it with their team, and then they're gonna report back to me. And so that's what we learned the hard way, <laughs> and we're getting better at it. So we're utilizing our contacts to get ourselves in the right rooms. Yeah, because you think that you would have YouTube and ABC knocking on your door, you would have Netflix knocking. On your door you got prime you got all these people because video content is is the king or queen whatever you want to call it it's like that's where people are going to that's what they're using so like i like i'm surprised that you can't get in there real quickly you know I, you're absolutely right you would think you would think and and and, and it, it, you know a lot of these new technologies there is a, a tipping point or or there's a catalyst moment where you do suddenly sign up a major organization and then you've really uh, a lot of heads turn and and the one advantage to working in tech, if you're an organization or, or you know a, a tech corporation, if you don't stay relevant or stay up with the times, you could lose your 
advantage pretty quickly. So what we've noticed in the last, you know, 15, 20 years is that, you know, that sl- sort of slow, methodical approach and almost that, that Jap- you know, the, the old school Japanese style of business and, and not wanting to make the work first move and, you know, don't put all your cars on the table sort of thing. If, if you if you use that business approach today, you'll, you'll just get left behind. And so that's an advantage that we have that if corporations say, look, if we don't, you know, if we don't get the solution, you know, our competitors will get it. Maybe we'll get locked out. Maybe someone will get it exclusive or something like that. But at the same time, you know, the bigger organization, the, the slower they run, you know, the slower they move. So it's kind of, it's kind of a balance. But yeah, to, so to your point, you know, you would think they'd come knocking our doors, but really we, we, for, from, from our perspective, we're, we're really working to secure that catalyst moment, um, that major uh, corporation that the other companies will suddenly pivot and look at it, you know, what's going on over there. You're telling that you're reducing the cost of their cost. Is it storing or streaming of the any imaging, correct? Absolutely, yeah. How are you pricing yourself, though? Depending on a number of factors. We have a, a current client we're working with right now is um, a medical imaging company for Scene Surgical out of New Hampshire. And for them, we have a SaaS. It's, you know, they pay us a monthly per operating theater that they are in that uses our solution. Um, with Netflix, uh, you know, we, we can... We can um, work directly with them or we could work with the uh, cloud company that is um, they're, they're using to store in the case of amazon prime they're frequently um, depending on the geographic location but they're frequently their own cloud provider so that's something that from perspective of a big organization like that we're having internal discussions about the best place for us to fit and the best place the, the, the most um advantage uh you know advantageous way to monetize the technology. If we just sign up with a cloud provider that is that is storing video content for for a number of clients, we may get shortchanged. I, you know, we, we can we have the potential to save the industry hundreds of millions, if not you know billion plus dollars a year. And so you want to try to get nickels or dimes or maybe a quarter of of, of that savings in your pocket um, in exchange, as opposed to a penny or two, right? So it really comes down to um, strategically figuring out the best way to monetize and not necessarily jump at the first agreement that gets put on your... And, and that, that comes down to consulting, um, you know, through our network and through our organization and not getting drunk on one, you know, great deal that comes in and says, wow, this looks great. And say, well, no, take a whole step back and say, wait a minute, maybe if we do it this way, maybe if we deal directly with a cloud provider, you know, it, it could be more strategic for us. Or maybe if we deal directly with a, a Netflix, for example, could be could be more advantageous. So that's stuff that we're currently exploring. But again, in, in the other side of it too, Paul, I, be, I bet that there's an element of constant testing too. So you said you've got some already some partners in place that you're kind of testing it constantly and trying out in different areas, like image testing, and then you might use the video elements or moving into different areas to 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 bring up the value of that. Exactly. So there's a lot of things that our uh, our AI can solve. We we call it our AI, by the way, we call Alice, which is an acronym for all like intelligent imaging solutions. It solves a lot of problems. Uh, as I mentioned, in the, you know, medical imaging. Um, we're taking uh, these little tiny tiny cameras that are used for endoscopic surgery. Uh, some of them we use for maybe a quick day surgery. Um, and because these lenses are so small, they let very little light in. We're taking that. Uh, helping to move that industry up to 4K resolution, which was didn't happen before our software, our, our AI. So um, in that space, you know, we approach it differently. We, we approach the business model differently. And if we're dealing directly with a security camera company, um, and if people have their own internal systems for, you know, security reasons or privacy reasons, you know, it'd be different relationships. And it comes down to, um, you know, volume and 
and size and stuff. And there's a lot of other places we can we can areas we can play. I mean, we we've been in discussions with some of the big um, uh, phone manufacturers, some that you probably all have on your desk or your pocket or purse right now. Um, you know, uh, so this, you know the, the big the big ones um, about you know directly implementing it to there. So it just and of course they're not going to pay the same as. Uh, and it's not going to be the you know a SaaS model, so so to speak. It would be a per phone, one time, you know, one, one time arrangement. I have another question. So for your industry and your work, so what is the best strategic alliance for you on the compression company? That can be a strategic alliance. No, I think we well we we, we actually are considering approaching some of the um, we're seeing some um, impressive new compression technologies. Some companies that are getting so I won't name any right now, but some that are starting to get some big traction. They're moving past the startup stage. They're already you know they're publicly listed on Nasdaq, for example. We're considering a partnership with some of them because our solution combined with their solution would just make an even better solution and they, they're already integrated with some of the customers that we want to get involved with so the other is um you know if we get a video streaming company like the ones i've mentioned if they want to come in and um you know there's a myriad of ways we could work with them. We could do an advanced royalty and, and that could go towards, um, you know, some some uh, integration processes and things like that. So any of that stuff would be uh, great for us. We're, you know, we're a small team. We, we, we've got a small, a very small group of engineers that are, that are doing amazing work. Um, but, some, you know, we're up against some of these guys that have got hundreds, if not thousands of uh, software engineers. Awesome. For sure, those engineers should be doing a lot of work because apparently your, the next optic is getting a lot of uh, attention my question will be is um so what is the next step so as you said you need to be always because you're in the high-tech companies you always need to be in the on the edge of technology so you always have to think forward thinking so what is the next step for next optic Okay, great question. So it's two, it's twofold, and and again, there's multiple markets we can go to. There's other things we can do, but we're just honing in on two things. One is um, we continue to advance the efficiency of Next Compress. We keep it keeps getting improved, remarkably so. So we're getting better uh, compression. We're getting higher resolutions. We're getting all these wonderful things. And number two is integration, um, commercialization with a major player. And, and that's what we're doing. And, and as I mentioned before, um, you know, to get in those w w with the bigger, big organizations, we're just working to get in the right rooms. And that's where is really our sole fo focus right now. Those two, those two areas. Yeah, yeah. You know, again, this has been so exciting conversation. And you know, Paul, I have this inclination too. I, I, I think I might have heard through a rumor mill that you might be good at funding and raising capital. And I want to want to have a conversation, but I think it's going to go longer than this particular episode. Before we end this particular episode, we need to ask you a challenge. Let's think about this challenge. I don't know what you're thinking, Paul, but we need a challenge to throw out to these students, to the listeners, a macro challenge, a micro challenge, micro challenge maybe that you're facing as an organization that you need help with, or a macro challenge around this AI and machine learning and where's the future going. Give us something, my friend. You're putting me on the spot a little bit, but I, I what I'll um, say is like a, a personal challenge. And I mean, we, as, a, as an organization, we pivoted. You know, we, we've moved and we, we've had to uh, completely reinvent ourselves and go entirely new directions. Um, so my challenge would be to 
to listeners is um, where in your, what, what do you need to let go of in your life? Like, is, it, is there a direction that you've been moving in that is leading you somewhere better, but you haven't quite figured it out yet? Or, you're, or maybe you're getting an inclination that, listen, you know what? I think I could redirect this in this way. The sooner you do that, I think um, the better off you'll be. So my challenge would be um, where, where can you pivot in your own life? And that could be on any level of your personal life, uh, physical, mental, emotional, business, commerce, financial, everything. Where, where, could, where can you uh, take what you've learned, let go of some of the baggage, and redirect yourself? So that's my, that's my challenge. Awesome. I love it. Let go, people. Let go. Let's- so thank you, Paul. Thank you, Dave. That was another episode of Innovation Fuel. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Innovation Fuel. We are on all podcast streaming platforms, Google, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Visit our website at www.youcanwest.ca slash innovationfuel. Also, follow us on Instagram at innovation underscore fuel.